Sarah Hathaway, we made you read Life and Death, the new Twilight gender swap novel by Stephanie Meyer that answers the question, what if Bella had a penis? What's your major compliment <laughs> about that book? I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit here, guys. The low-hanging green apple, if you will. Uh, yeah, or balls, or the now gender-swapped balls. Um, Charlie is still Charlie. Yeah. The only non-gender swap in this entire book is that her parents stay the same. Like, she goes to live with her... She He goes to live with his police chief dad. Yep. And uh, it's still Charlie. Charlie, we assume, still has a mustache. He's still distant and awkward. And boy, did I just love having him back in my life. Yeah. He, I mean, he's That's the only good character she's ever written. We've kind of ashamed to get rid of him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It would have been such a bummer. Although I was, I thought at first it was going to be like a lady police chief. And I was actually really interested to see like a, a distant, awkward mother character. But I guess that was a bridge too far for Steph. Yeah, that would have been a lot. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, it really stands out as a decision because it's the only one that she didn't swap. So that it, it it's weird. Yeah, she has a reason too. Oh, does she? Uh, apparently, she said she thought in the '80s when they would have gotten divorced, no like shifty, like flighty dad, the way the mom character is mm. as written, would have been able to gain sole custody of a child. It's, uh, so, like, really, you know, but by by proving that she's feminist by gender swapping, she really played right back into yeah. this gender role, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, really didn't put a lot of effort into that. Uh, maybe no. you're the writer. Come up with the reason. Can, can I go next, Alex? <laughs> yeah, please do, Ezra. What's your major comment? So, so I, I guess as this, like, it was great to sort of see, like, you toss, like, a, a big-ass, like, dong in a pool, and then there's all these dong-shaped ripples that, like, kind of, like, <laughs> spread out from it. Um Straight to, to, to the dog, Ezra. <laughs> Take well, the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> um, but the great thing about it. keeping Charlie as he is is you get a lot more like romantic uh, possibilities that weren't there before. So like Charlie can end up with with Billy now. Um, like, oh, no. he, oh, I was oh. shipping that hard. I was shipping that yeah, hard. Yeah. So, so Billy, uh, uh, Billy J- Jacobs' father, who's now uh, Jules, uh, is Billy's now Bonnie, and and Bonnie and and uh, Bonnie and Charlie are best friends, and they could totally, they could totally like go fishing together, and like you know, like make a life and go food. fishing together, and go fishing <laughs> together, catching. Hey. But, but that's great, because, like, spoiler alert, um, it doesn't end up well for him otherwise, so he can no. use, like, <laughs> You guys, some hates. comfort. Yeah, wait for the summary. <laughs> this is not the compliment, it's not fit for the compliment section, but the downside to having Charlie stay Charlie is, in this ending, he's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> the only person um, we've ever liked, and she found a way to make his okay, life almost worse. almost broke my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yeah. broke my heart. Yeah, um, we should. We should maybe. Can we? Can we say what happens? I mean, like we, we will. So we can. We Stick will. Stick around, you guys. Right? Yeah. Keep your radio tuned to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, this kind of plays into my compliment. Go for it. If I could go. Uh, you know, Charlie didn't change, and the other thing that didn't change is that Forks and the surrounding area sucks. You yeah. heard it here. <laughs> it sucks. And there's a point at which they're in the moderately big city of Port Angeles, uh-huh. which is yeah. a, a pretty awful place. And they they take uh, Stephanie Meyer actually takes the time to make sure we really know that it's a pretty awful place. Here's the interesting thing about Port, uh, Port Angeles in this version: it's not full of rapists; it's full of murderers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah because a man can't be threatened with sexual violence. I have thoughts on that to discuss later. <laughs> yeah. So now well, it's just full so, of drug dealing murderers. Yeah. And, also, mm-hmm. I, like they were like, you know, if you got murdered, it would have thrown off the whole murder rate of Port Angeles, which is true. But then why do these people walk around and be like, did he almost see us doing a drug deal? We have to kill him. <laughs> That's 
That's not the kind of mentality you have in a place with no murder rates. <laughs> they're like they're like cats. They don't want they don't want to see anyone do their business. You know, <laughs> cats will kill anyone who sees them poop. Is that true? I don't know. In Los Angeles, three drug dealers were found curled up in a porch, dead. <laughs> I didn't know that if you cats saw like saw you do your business, they would murder you. No, no. If you see them do their business. Oh, if you see a that. cat poop, it kills you. Yes. Yeah, they oh, really Jesus. don't like that. Oh man. I don't blame them, I guess, but... Whew. All right, uh, so my compliment really quick is that uh, of all the gender swap swaps, like, most of it, the joke of this book is that almost all of it is completely unnoticeable. Yeah! <laughs> it turns out that most of it is just Control-F and then replacing all of your pronouns. Um, but the one moment that I think that makes, like, a ton more sense is that when they're cuddling, you know, like, and she, like, grabs him and her hands are... And then he mm-hmm. uh, grabs her hands... And then he's like, Jesus, your hands are cold. I, that makes more sense to me. <laughs> because ladies have cold hands? Because being warm is like 70% of what I bring to the relationship that I'm in. Oh, like, okay. It, it, like, I don't get, we don't get a lot of like surprising hands, but like, if, I don't know if you've ever cuddled and then like all of a sudden there is an ice block shaped like a foot between your legs. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and, then I, and then I scream and then she's like, seems like a comfortable place for my cold foot. <laughs> and that's like the whole relationship. So I liked this. This felt more authentic. They could yeah. have just put her in like a onesie, right? Like, <laughs> like Edith could have had like a. No, a fuzzy... you can feel she's so cold. You can feel it through clothes. A self-heating yeah. onesie, right? Like it's like, <laughs> like lined with like water bottles or something. Like that. Oh, on that on the uh, on one of the many shows I watch about gold mining, there's one where they're <laughs> under the ocean and they wear these. Uh, sorry, they, it doesn't matter. They wear these wetsuits, but they have a. <laughs> A hose hot pumping water. hot water into the directly into the wetsuit. That's what he would need. <laughs> yeah. How many shows do you guys watch about gold mining? Just the three. <laughs> Just a hard zero. That was uh, that was probably not worth it to explain that reference. But uh, does Joe Millionaire count? <laughs> no. Yes. I get it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read and Weep. Uh, We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and stuff. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me, as always, in uh, our Brooklyn studios, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. Please welcome back, Mr. Chris Smith. Oh, hey, hey, Alex. Hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome back. Uh, Found a good car for you. It is not highway ready. (laughs) But, uh, you know. Go for it. Of all my petty grievances, one of them is saying, I have a new car for you, and you have actually a truck. That's oh, because it's not a car. I mean, one of wow. the sexist parts of it is that um, that Bonnie didn't work on the car. Bonnie had work done on the car, unlike Billy. Oh, shit. I didn't even notice that. Mm. Yeah. Although, yeah. This, is not, this is not my catch. He's a mechanic, but, though. But yeah. also, Jules, Jacob, is a car mechanic. He's yeah. A motorcycle mechanic. So yeah. she doesn't Still know is. if she's sexist or not. It's basically what's up. <laughs> I. Uh, that's really interesting. Uh, I hadn't even noticed that. Now I wonder if there's like a hundred subtle things I didn't even notice. Uh, oh, there are, and I have a list. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, also joining us today on our third mic today, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Just, uh, just call me Esmeralda. Oh, nice. <laughs> I prefer Esme, but Esmeralda's pretty good. I was thinking, like, well, because yeah, we we all uh, uh, listeners, we all kind of like chose our names beforehand, and I I pulled the trick of two soon and went for Esme, and I realized it's not me. 
not right now. <laughs> yeah, we had a, a long email thread where we signed everything with the gender soft version of our name because that's clearly the most fun of this book. <laughs> it really it is. It's is really fun. Uh, we'll talk more about them later. Although I would love to hear other people's thoughts on ours. I'd love you guys to weigh in on what we should be called because Esmeralda is such a good fit. Now I feel like I didn't put enough mm-hmm. effort into mine. Yeah, well, I mean, the second one, that's the throwaway. That's like the first pancake, you know? But uh, go for the, the, right. the, the second name. That's or the, the oldest one. child. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Take that, Julia. <laughs> and this week we have a very special guest on the show. Uh, at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter, now in Los Angeles, California. Please welcome back, Sarah Hathaway. Yeah. This man bun only makes me look more masculine. <laughs> oh. Who had a man bun? Can I just say, that was almost my major compliment. My major compliment was almost that the, the man, Rosalie, who's named Royal, mm. which is also great in yeah. this yeah. book, has a man bun and says exactly one thing the entire book. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> And, like, all they ever talk about with him is, like, how masculine he looks with the bun. Oh, also, also, they really didn't try that hard with her motivation, because in the, in the original series, like, oh, man, I don't like, uh, I don't like Bella because she can have babies, and that, that makes me sad that I can't have babies. Um, mm-hmm. That's not really as much, like, a motivation in this one, and they also, she doesn't have, he doesn't really have a motivation. No, he wasn't also violently sexually assaulted by a gang of men on his wedding night. He was just punched a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Again, guys, a lot of thoughts. So, (laughs) so so excited to have you here. Also, from taking the motivation though and making it like so, instead of having motivation, he's just gonna not be. He has a bun. That's it. That was their (laughs) the gender swap. A man bun can yeah can sub out for motivation. It turns out. That's pretty good. All right, you guys, this is episode number 316 of wow. our show. We've done as many episodes as the weight in millions of tons of all of the people. What? what? All people? If you, if you weighed all of the humans on Earth as of 2012, but oh. if you weighed all of the humans on Earth, uh, the and I doubt our biomass has shrunk since then, but in 2012, <laughs> estimated weight of all humans combined, 316 million tons. But what month? Because wow. I feel too, like... We're too big. I feel like we yeah. fluctuate a little bit. <laughs> If well, it's that's the true, right? If this was like between Thanksgiving and Christmas, <laughs> obviously that's a little high. I think world averages, you know, because like our holiday season is like, you know, India's like, what? No. Oh, <laughs> it's Indians, what? I, I, <laughs> I thought Christmas was really big in China now. I thought Christmas was taking over. That's actually, oh my God. If you could visualize this though, Chris, what you're saying that like, that there's sort of this like this fat mass that like kind of bulges out of the earth at some points of the year and then like just goes to the other part of the earth. The other, it's just, like, it's like a rolling blob. Yeah. I don't want like to, to think about like that. It's undulating. <laughs> undulating massive holiday extra Ooh, like weight. like that one vampire in Breaking Dawn. Remember the undulating lady? Oh, the crazy one. Really yeah. yeah. She can shake it. <laughs> Anyways. Another thing we really miss out on in this book by having all of it crammed into one. Oh, <laughs> let's, let's just get to the summer. We're almost yeah. there. Speaking yeah, of things I never it. needed to know about, this week we're talking about Life and Death, the ungoogably generic title for the new <laughs> Stephanie Meyer Twilight novel with the boys and girls mostly swapped. This was Anna Chandler's winning sponsorship from the International Live Show, you guys, as you may remember. Thanks, Anna. She correctly guessed uh, Pocky and Rocky Road. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, or close enough for, for, for government yeah, work. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, so sort of, this is sort of like uh, our high school reunion uh, homecoming, uh, Anna says. And uh, uh, please tell Sarah that although I'm excited to have her on the show, I'm very sorry. I suspect Aww, she thought this nightmare was finally over. 
So um, well, it was really <laughs> funny because when you guys emailed me, are you just when I think I'm out, <laughs> yeah. you guys emailed me to ask me if I was available, and I was like, oh yeah, and it didn't say what it was, and then you just sent me the link to the audiobook file, and I opened it, <laughs> and I just like, yelled in the middle of my room. <laughs> it was like such a good bait and switch, but honestly, I, I think I said this to you guys before, as soon as I heard that this existed, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be reading this at some point. Because yeah, obviously we had to read it. And uh, I'm yeah. so glad you could do it with us. Okay, let's let's end the suspense. Chris, yeah. everybody's chomping at the bit to talk <laughs> about the book. So please summarize in the style of Boy Bella, although I would call the name Boyla. Boyla. Okay. Boyla. Let's, just, let's just shorten it to Bo. How huh? about that? That'll do. Yeah, Beauregard. So, uh, Wait, it wasn't Beauregard, was it? What was it? It was, it was Beaufort. Beaufort. I like Beaufort, Beaufort much better. As I called Beaufort. him. Yeah, Beaufort. Uh, so Twilight. Wait, also, isn't Bella Italian for, like, beautiful? Yeah. So, yes. And, and Beaufort is, is Italian for, uh, gawky. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, just, why not just make it Bello? Wouldn't that just make it a boy? Yeah, well, it's not really a name here. No. Nope. Okay. Yeah, it's close enough. Okay, right. let me summarize. Yeah. <laughs> we can get on. Go, uh, go, Chris. So, go. Guys, <laughs> so, Twilight. You remember Twilight? Where that girl meets that vampire in high school and they fall in love and they don't have sex till they get married? Um... So Stephanie Meyer, after her hit run of four books and five movies, um, uh, four and a half books, because there was the short oh, yeah. Second Life of okay. Pre-Tan. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh god, that one. Decided to <laughs> just have a lazy cash cash in on this and just hit find replace. And her project is: what if instead of Kristen Stewart's character Bella being a girl meeting a boy vampire, what if it was a boy meeting a girl vampire? So, That's it. So, so she switched the gender of everyone but Charlie, right? Uh, the dad <laughs> and and Renee, the mom, mm-hmm. and uh, and so. It's, oh, and Phil's it's, still it's, Phil. We didn't talk about this. Phil is still Phil. Oh yeah, Phil and Phil is, is still, still Phil. Phil. <laughs> Keep on filling it. Phil. Uh, so instead of Bella, it, his name is Bo Bo Swan, and he meets a very interesting uh, pale boy at school in Forks, Washington, called uh, Edward. Oh, wait, no, no, it's a pale girl named Edith. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And she's part of the Cullen family, which includes uh, uh, Eleanor, who's Emmett, Jessamine instead of Jasper, Royal instead of Rosalie, and Archie instead of Alice. Um, and uh, I didn't love that as much, man. I, yeah, I, That was the worst name, and I was so mad. I was Archie? like, come on, you do right by yeah. our Alice. Yeah, Archie yeah. was the weakest name. Yeah, yeah, weakest name and also like Weaker than Jessamine. So the second best character Jessamine behind Charlie. Jessamine was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Archie, instead of being, like, fun, is just kind of uh, graceful, I guess? Like a dancer? It's weird. It is um, weird. You can't, but really, anyway, you, can't, so, you can't translate that wig, apparently, to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he was just bald. Yeah, he had a buzz cut. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I missed so, that and, and also, Jacob, the part of the love triangle in, in the Twilight books, is now Julie, or Jules, uh, Black. Um, although it's the first book and she's not really in this story much. Um, the whole, so Chris, the whole is the story yeah. basically the same? It is exactly <laughs> the same. Uh, up, uh, up to a certain point because, uh, you know, she, uh, he gets to know the Cullen family. Uh, he and Edith fall in love. Uh, and then just when things are going really, really well, <laughs> some stranger vampires appear. And instead of being 
two ladies and Sarah a guy. is just it's cracking up in the corner by the way <laughs> she's just covering her face and like I can see she, you're clearly on like a bed or a couch or something because I can see you bouncing as yeah, you laugh thank you. yeah it's just the last hour of this audiobook went straight off the rails. Well, okay, so I'll, I'll get there. Basically, the the core conflict in Twilight, the, the first book, is that there's this hunter vampire who really likes the smell of Bella and is going to try to kill her. And they're all scrambling to try to not have to kill this vampire, but get Bella out of town, back to Phoenix. And so they do the same thing. Bo gets to Phoenix, and you know there are a couple vampires in tow, and this hunter is still out there hunting for him. And uh, just like in the book, uh, in the other book, Bo gets bitten by this vampire. Except, where Edward, except where Edward was able to suck out just a little bit of poison, so that way Bella stayed human. Mm-hmm. Edith doesn't, just, yeah, and Edith just straight just... up turns him into a vampire <laughs> right now. Is this saying that like e- women aren't like as competent, I guess, in like high stress situations? Is that we'll, we'll well at poison sucking specifically? Yeah, we will well, get there. Bo got his ass handed to him way more than than Bella did, <laughs> as well. Like he got way more bones broken. Yeah, he, he got, got hella tortured. Venom in him yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is also, I guess, kind of sexist, but I don't really want to read about well, a tiny girl getting beat up either. No, and the upside is at least Bo was not passed out through the whole climax of the book. No, he was very aware. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I mean, yeah, so that, for him, that but compared brutal, to like so. reading the first one and being like, "It's getting really tense." Uh, I woke up and everything was fine. Like that, it was just such a bummer in the in Twilight that at least she this did learn is, a little bit since then. Yeah, yeah a decade. Well, yeah. let's. T- but, oh, I want to uh, talk about that. So, so now Bo's a vampire and gets to be with his vampire family. The only problem is that they have to tell his real family, Charlie and his mom Renee, and all that. Remember, that he's the dead. only character we've ever liked. Yeah, they have to tell Charlie that his only son is dead, and there's a funeral, and it's really sad. And that the and last that, thing that know, Bo said to him was the worst thing that he could ever say to his dad. Well, yeah. you know, the last yeah, thing he said his was, "Dad I'll, thinks." Well, I, last thing you said was, I'll call you tomorrow. Oh, okay. So that's second not the worst thing. Okay, so the second to last thing. It was really bad. <laughs> and then the last but, thing was but, a lie. But then so, he, like, suppo- so their cover story was that then he drove away angrily and got in such a flaming car wreck in his truck <laughs> that the body was burned beyond recognition oh, no, and had no truck. teeth or fingerprints. Yeah. And they dug up someone else's corpse. Yep burned the shit out of it and gave it to them to bury. So Charlie also thinks that that argument was so bad that he caused his son. Also, he thought he bought his son a car he that He bought a, de- a death trap truck. <laughs> yeah. you, this book, this is like, what if our only likable character, Charlie? Okay. Everything was identical for 99% of it, and then we just ruined Charlie's life. Yeah, I'm going well, to go counterpoint here for right? a quick second. Because okay. here's the thing. Uh... It only happened. This is only this is compressed into one year of school, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. So he didn't actually have to spend that much time getting to know Bo. <laughs> he didn't bond with him that much. I think he's gonna be able to shake it off. <laughs> this this roommate of mine just died. It's like he he lost his cook. He, he lost his like, personal chef more than anything. Yeah, but he did. He like he's he like, did oh, not man, have my, one good conversation. My roommate didn't even but, like baseball, so it's fine. Yeah. And that's the book. You guys, it is... Okay. We have so much to cover. But I... <laughs> so, just like Stephanie Meyer in the epilogue of this book. Yeah, she oh, covered right. Charlie being real sad. She covered the entire drama with the wolves. It is solved. Volturi. All of uh, the Volturi. Done. Yep. She had time uh, for a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge at yep. the original Twilight. Yeah. Okay. 
So here's where I would like yeah. to start. Sometimes we start at this point with a hand raise. And a hand raise yeah. in general of just like whether we liked it doesn't seem appropriate. <laughs> However. Can we, just, can we just have like a face palm? Because we can all do that. <laughs> However, I kind of liked it. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I don't know no, what this was. this is great. I this hate was, you oh. so much right now. I, this, it was, I, there was a point. It was about like three or four hours in. Where I was like <laughs> listening as I came home, and I did not turn it off as soon as I got into the apartment, and I just kept listening while I like tidied up or whatever I did, and I was like, "Wait a second, am Can I still be friends? Having a good time right now? I, What's I'm, going I'm on?" What the part was? I'm kind of with you, Alex, in some ways because this is <gasps> well. Here's the thing: what? it's conceptual. What? It's conceptual <laughs> art. It's not a book. All right, it's meant to yeah. like to to like to to like to screw with people who have been so deep in this world. And guys, we've been this very deep into this world well, exactly it feels like it was sort of like an inside joke for us for yeah. a while it was like okay it was a lot but, of like just like this is the exact same but, but also it feels like she here's what i want to know this is what i, I want to ask you guys to start out before we do our hates is do you think that she's cleaned up her prose and tightened up the book over the last 15 years enough that that has made it more enjoyable for me or Am I so thoroughly broken from doing the show one, for five that years? One, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the only thing that she really changed, like, other than the whole ending of it, is, like, she, she took out some of the more, like, flowery language. And she said, also, she did that deliberately because boys are not as flowery as teenagers. Oh, man, I'm glad I didn't read interviews because that makes me hate it. this audiobook was twice as long. It was twice as long as the yeah. original Twilight. Well, how did that happen? Wherefore, Ileana Kadushi? <laughs> we, we need her like swift turn of phrase back. I, well, it's weird because it is it is longer, but it definitely felt shorter to me because it wasn't so much like I I hate that she said that that's because of the gender as opposed to being like because she's yeah. a better writer now, which makes way more sense. Because one of the things about the first one was just like, uh the eyes. We're talking about the eyes still, and just like going on. Dimples and on about here shit. though this time, right? Is all he eyes all about dimples. dimples. Yeah, yeah but I guess how uh, skinny she was. Yeah, but I this just is... felt like maybe this one like actually kind of hummed along a little bit comparatively. I, think, I mean, I, I think this is just the the importance of being able to put yourself in a bland protagonist uh, like like role. Really, like I think this is I think you understood this is much more the experience of what it was like for a teenage girl to read the original Twilight, Alex. I think you've gotten through the Looking Glass. I think okay, that's... so. Does that mean that we have teams now and we're doing yeah, but? Uh... Uh... I can't. I can't. It's not that good. But I just. I, yeah, I don't know if there's enough like butt here. But I, you guys have just been. <laughs> hey, by the way, I'll ask the hard hitting hitting question that everybody named Ezra was wondering the entire book. Why aren't there boners in this? Book? <laughs> there, I think there are implied boners. Wait, where's I the implied boner? I did not because he has. He talks a lot about. I mean, I think. I think uh, on the page. And he's like, you must know I'm so attracted to you because you're so aware of my circulatory Okay, system. I wondered I if that was a boner joke. referring to his uh, heart. Yeah, that's like, a heartbeat. She knows about every single one of his boners. One of my notes says, does he have a boner constantly? I thought originally <laughs> that that was definitely going to be about, that that was about boners. But then I'm just so sure from the rest of the context that that's actually just about his heartbeat. And that is so yeah. ridiculous that he doesn't have boners all the time. There is nary a boner. she's real cold. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that's got to be hard to like maintain with, I, like that ice block I actually did have you, right? there was like a I had a, a Zeno's paradox thing about this of trying to have sex with a snowman because like oh. I think it would just it, you can't actually ever touch 
you know, because you just retract. The closer well, you get. but it's not for the snowman because you're, you're also melting. Also, why does it have to be a snowman in this situation? Um, uh, like yeah, it's a good point. Let's swap it. <laughs> snowman. Like, I mean, no, it's fine. You're having so you're having sex with a snowman, and you are retreating, but also it's retreating. Yeah. Um, Never the twain shall meet. Can I talk meet. about? Something sex related. Since can, we're can, I want to talk about this, but first, just just for me, really quick, like because yeah. I've been, I've not, I've intentionally not mentioned this to anybody for a week, except except my wife, because I'm so embarrassed about it. Uh, I just want some indication from you guys that I'm not entirely alone, right? I- I Did mean, you, was you there anything enjoyable about this, or am I totally fine? Oh, no. I thought it was so funny. I mean, I always found but Twilight like, bad funny, fun, too. Right? Like, yeah, it's not good, but it's hilarious. This was not the worst thing we've read. All right? This was no. not the most painful thing we've read, either. So and, like, and, and it used to be the most painful thing we had read. So when we were reading Twilight, that was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, this is the worst. And now, like, it's, 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 like, it's like eating something. It's like eating a stale cracker that tastes like cardboard. You know, yeah. I'm just like nothing, nothing's really going on here, and I guess maybe I know where this is going, so I can. Maybe it's like Vegemite, on. also. You know, maybe we've acquired yeah. this taste. That's what yeah, I'm so- afraid of. I'm afraid this is Vegemite. <laughs> I don't know if I have room in my life. I don't know if I can be a person who likes Vegemite. <laughs> too late, man. I don't know if I. It's like, too late. This is the first time I've been genuinely scared on this show. <laughs> oh, really? For what's happened? Oh, I've been to me. scared for years. Well. <laughs> This is the first time where I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm the most broken now. I think I really have just like, I feel good just about destroyed this my brain because this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so sorry, Ezra. Remember yeah. when you didn't think you were gonna finish the first book? I do. I and do. We're on, and like, now look, we've done to all of us. Seventh thing. That look she's at the written. hell you've wrought. <laughs> Oh so, man, Sarah, you were going to talk about the sex. Let's, stuff okay, so anyway, let's get into it. Let's do like semi hates. Let's do sort of like the way uh, Boy Bella is semi turgid this whole novel. Let's yeah. get let's be semi a he this whole time. Let's let's have him be. Yeah, I mean, semi hate this stuff. So talk talk to us about the sex, Sarah. What's going on in your mind? I'm, this is kind of maybe almost a little yeah, but so on the bright side. When they talk about sex in this novel, it's a little bit more sex positive because there's none of this, like, we have enforced virginity until eventually we get teen married stuff. The one conversation they have about it is purely in terms of, like, scientific possibility. Which, yeah. and, like, they both indicate that they're interested and they're like, okay, well, we'll find a way to, like, work around this. And that was, like, way more sex positive than any of the other oh, Twilight that, books. I, I don't remember that tone. I remember it being more like, no, I'd murder you this will never happen and well, then i think was, it was just about this like the scientific like possibilities right. of it. but they had a frank discussion about sex as if it were something that like teenagers slash people who are attracted oh, to each other actually do as I, opposed to like this great sin you avoid that's but true that was also shitty because that didn't happen in twilight it only happened when your protagonist was a boy right yeah there was I, some weird stuff like some weird uh decisions like that by Meyer but the thing mm-hmm. that I think is the worst thing about this gender swap is not just the laziness it's you know what goes along with the laziness is that the result is that you have a boy character yet the perspective of the, na- the narrator doesn't change at all yeah. you don't change mm-hmm. like I didn't feel like I was living inside a boy's mind <laughs> I was living inside this boring character's mind that was just as boring as Bella so and, it's still an empty pair of pants except now it's a, just like a slightly different cut 
Yeah. Yeah, now they're like carpenter jeans. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Now, like, it's the same. It's the same pants, too? but now I, it's I got a, wi- s- a waist and an inseam instead of just one number to tell you the size. <laughs> uh, did you guys do this too? Because like, here's here's evidence of this that the entire time this is 16 hours of audiobook. I never kept track of anybody's names. I had to constantly translate oh. in my head. Oh. Said like, oh, that's yeah, Royal. It's like, who the fuck is Royal? They I didn't became characterize fluent. anybody. I was just anybody. too busy yeah. enjoying They'd be myself. So mad that like, if you can't and like uh, Mike Newton, Mich- Mich- Shayla, Michaela, Newton? yeah, Michaela, yeah, it just like uh, like there was nothing uh, there. Yeah, I did that too. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess I didn't like so all of this. The lazy gender swapping is like was didn't feel that bad to me in the moment but now that i know that she thinks she was making a lot of important decisions about the way different genders are different now i hate it so much yeah yeah if if she was just being lazy great good job yeah yeah you're actually trying no when it's a cash grab it's delightful but when she thinks she's actually got something important to say about humanity it's really gross yeah she fails so and she does yeah that you ruined that for me sarah by telling me her intentions I'm sorry. She had a whole foreword to it that I was reading excerpts from because oh, I was like, man. I went on the hunt to like find what people who actually liked Twilight thought of this. What, and what everyone they... hates it across the board. Oh. Everyone hates it across well, the board. Well, I suspect which that's because they're all funny. like 10 years older and now not. And like, whereas uh, Stephanie Meyer seems to have not aged a day. Maybe she's Whoa. the vampire. No. <gasps> Guys. <laughs> Um, I, well, let's talk about the ending because I think it's a really important part. Yeah. And let's just not acknowledge that Chris has a bell that he's playing all the time. No, um, no, acknowledge, acknowledge. Oh, I thought that was a vampire's laugh, <laughs> <laughs> tinkling of s- small bells. Okay, that <laughs> I still hate the most is like a, a musical laugh, like bells. I just don't know what that means. I've never heard that. It, it, Chris, it's do it again. To it's imagine. just like that. It's just like Chris. No, no, no. no. I, I can't make a vampire laugh on cue. <laughs> Okay. All right, let's talk about the ending. I I think I like the ending way more. As a one I mean, shot. one of the things that I, I hated about the Twilight was that it just kept not turning her into a goddamn vampire. Yeah. So you like that Charlie is just devastated. No, no. That's I, not great. No. But it is but final. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, but, I mean, well, I, I hate it, but it's also like it makes me feel sad, which the first one only made me feel upset. And so... Like, it just made me feel angry that I read it. This is, like, much more... Like, yeah, there's a hard choice now. Somebody actually had an emotion. Right? That's true. But this one had way more collateral damage to all the other characters. Like, I also was like, this has a strong implication that Jules is going to die alone because there's no Charlist. There's no vampire baby (laughs) for her to fall in love with. And they just... just, I think Meyer's uh, way of ending this was, like... Uh, everything that's not this family of magical rich vampires, fuck them, you know? I, I mean, well, I think yeah. the, her way of ending was just like, oh, look at the time. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. I, yeah, she's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta put in the werewolves real quick. I gotta acknowledge that the Volturi exists real quick. Like, I, well, that's another thing uh, I like is that it actually that ends as opposed to having four more books. Yeah. It did, it did. But, but the, the things that I actually found interesting about the original Twilight series was like I thought the werewolf mythology was actually pretty cool, yeah. even though it was used in a Agreed. lame way. Yeah. And I love that I was a matriarchal society in this one, which also didn't really get touched on at all. Yep. And I thought the Volturi were genuinely cool too. Yeah. 
And uh, you got neither of those things with this version of it, except as weird asides. It would have been better, I think, if she just hadn't talked about them at all. Right. So the, that all got explained, like, while he is in the most pain he's ever been in, she, the yeah. girl vampire is like, why don't we explain all yeah, of our society yeah. to you right you now? You know what helps me with pain? Exposition. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just lull you into a coma. And it was also like, why are we supposed to give any shits about the Volturi right now? Right. They're not going to be a threat. You're not going to have a vampire baby. Right. You're not going to be like. Well, that's another. Th- I gotta say that's another up, thing I liked about this is that she doesn't. Bo doesn't have to get pregnant. That was really nice. And <laughs> that was Edith nice. doesn't have I, to I chew a baby out of her stomach. Way, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was so bad. Uh... I I and I like that it's a sad ending. I it was hard, but I also kind of like that she went with a sad ending instead of it being. Although I you know I also because I like Charlie. I think screw the Volturi. You still can tell Charlie, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can trust exactly. Charlie. That was always things. tell Charlie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm holding out hope that maybe at some point Bo tells him. Although I guess after the funeral is kind of a little late. Um, no, I think that's great. I think it's, that's that's a good that's a good Tom Sawyer Huck Finn moment. Well, yeah, uh, I'll talk about that more later. But I, I think, I don't know. I think that that having having him like have to actually hurt people with his decision, even though he doesn't actually think about it or it doesn't affect him, is still more interesting than just like, what if it just worked out for everybody? Yeah. What if I fell in love forever with a person I met literally two days ago, gave up my entire life, like formed a forever life. partnership? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I still hate that. It's so fast. Although this I mean, time, actually, let's get into the gender stuff. I think this is the time, uh, right? I think one thing that is interesting is that uh, if a boy who is 16 gets a date with a very pretty girl for the first time and comes home and is like, I love her forever, you'd be like, of course you do. And then you'd pat him on the back and just let him go and not like, of course, he's going to say that he doesn't actually mean that. Just... I think the core thing at the heart of this, though, is that, like, the one thing Twilight really has going for it is that it taps into female lust and the female gaze, which is not something that a lot of YA had previously acknowledged. Sure. I think Nerdy Guy Gets Hot Girl is a boring story that we're all way more familiar yeah. with, and Totes. that's why this was actually less interesting to me. Super not no, interesting, yet we also don't have any picture into the character's lust whatsoever. That's well, true. yeah, that's why I think actually one of the things that's weird is I think making it a 16 year old boy falling in love with a really pretty girl, and then it's like, but not lustfully ever. Yeah, he just likes no. her smile and her laugh. He doesn't notice anything yeah. else about her body. Well, uh, it was well, so point, chaste. At one point, there's a plunging uh, top, I believe. She had like a. Oh a yeah, he acknowledges that she has boobs once. But, uh, that is just, just so or, weird. There's, there's, a, there's a shirt that revealed something. We don't know what, <laughs> but... Well, it could be the like, small of her back. She's literally like got two puppies in there. Yeah. No, if there was like a map, basically, like an no, old-timey map... No, the puppies map, would be I, so cold, Chris. Oh, cold puppies. Oh. No, seriously, though, if there was like a map of like Edith's body, it'd just be like sea monsters everywhere, because yeah. we have no idea what's no, going on. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird choice yeah. for this. Sarah, what else did you... Can we talk about notice? that a little? Yeah. Well, uh, so... I, the way so first of all, Edith gets way more physical description in terms of body than Edward ever did, which is a very weird choice. Maybe that was something to do with the male gaze. I don't know if Steph is that savvy, but like 
all of the all of Bo's male friends talk about how hot Edith is constantly, which is not something that like the girls did in yeah, Twilight. Yeah, did not. And when they finally describe what she looked like, it was in terms of how thin she is. Yeah, he said, "Oh, like that's her true." Skeleton. He did describe like her, her ribs. ribs and and then referred to her as yeah. perfect. And I was like, "That's a weird." I, that's just like <laughs> so unfair. Like that is some. That is. So, I think. Like I saw someone said. Like that is some women's like healthy state. Like naturally, but it's a stupid thing to put into a book that is intended still for like young women and be like, here is what perfection is to me. Yeah, yeah, that's it's what's just gross. Like, is the word that's perfect. such a gross standard. Yeah, why not get uh, with Taylor Newton and play badminton? You know? Yeah, she, she seems, seems nice. so cool. Oh man, Bo was yeah. such a dick to all of yeah. the people. He was okay. Room. Also, and he was introduced wearing a Monty Python T-shirt. This kid sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can like Monty Python, but you could not wear that shirt. The shirt sounded terrible. <laughs> it did sound terrible. <laughs> Monty uh, Python is great. T-shirts are not great, guys. I actually, just all of the high school stuff just reminded me, like, I just cannot get over how dumb it is that they go to high school. These 200-year-old <laughs> vampires. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, a little bit a little bit weird. Because at one point, he was like, he was like I, can't, I, you know, I almost killed you in front of all those children. It's like, um, he... But was also a child then, right? They're the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Like you yeah. really shouldn't be in this relationship yeah. at all. Nope. And just because she's sexually inexperienced doesn't mean she's not two hundred years older than you. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not uh, ideal. Also, I don't like that she's a vampire for two hundred years and has no sexual experience. That's kind of weird. Isn't that the yeah, point man. of being well, a vampire? Just saying. It was just... until Stephanie Meyer came along. Uh, uh, I. But it, it also like like their excuse that it's like oh we have to go. You know, the long, the earlier we go to school, the longer we can like blend in in a city. But that, that there's no way that that just first of all, it's not true because like go to a big city, no one gives a shit about you. But mm-hmm. also, there's no way that that would justify spending a third of your waking life for four years in high school as an adult. Oh. I just can't imagine a torture worse than that. Ugh. Yeah, and like writing the same essays on the same like. There's books. no way. Yeah. Uh, why would it, you do that? It's pretty rough. It's um, so stupid. stupid. Be homeschooled all the time. No one's going to blink yeah. twice at that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm just a homeschooled girl that likes going to your house and watching you sleep. Cool? Just a homeschooled <laughs> girl living in a lonely world. <laughs> okay, right, then really quick, uh, part of, just to tag this onto our hates, uh, Anna asked specifically that we make sure we cover another episode of Stupid Shit Vampires Are Good At. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, I did, still good at parallel oh, parking. Man. Still great at parallel parking. Baseball so I, is always the top. Baseball yeah. is yeah. always the top. It's so funny. Yeah, and the um, dumbest way to play baseball. Mm, ordering Italian food. <laughs> yes, super yeah. good at Italian food. Flirting I, with waiters. Also, are, yep. Also, uh, knowing where keys are hidden. Yes, she smell keys. Smelling keys. <laughs> yeah, she just just knows where keys are. She's just he's like, well, it's in my pocket, in the my pants, in the laundry, which is. Okay, a dumb place to put your key bow. But anyway, um, she just knows that. She knows that there's one hidden below the rug or whatever. Um, she's also she has to listen to the other vampires in her house boning. Yeah, that's because she can read their minds. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I hate when they're all acting like sexual beings, and I have to hear their thoughts. And uh, that does sound awful. That would be really gross. It's not great. Yeah, yeah. vampires. Uh, and then also, uh, also. As soon as he gets a vampire power, he knows whose footsteps belong to which vampire. 
That's a dumb power. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. super useful. I mean, I'm pretty sure <laughs> my across the hall neighbor knows that about the people in our building. It's it's not that useful. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, another dumb one. Um, com- <laughs> he might be. Uh, comparing someone's hair color to different ceilings you have seen across the world. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah. It's yeah. Awful. It's like the reason uh, why Bo is hot is because his hair is the exact color of a roof she saw one time. Uh, there's she's in a monastery. Well, right, yeah. I mean, her explaining why she's attracted to this guy was pretty dumb. I it was, was like, so funny. Just not she's like, you got it. arms. I think arms are cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> haters. And I made myself so easy to love. We now present another thrilling episode of Mustache and the Wig. In 2008, antisocial police chief Charlie Swan teamed up with attractive clairvoyant vampire Alice Cullen and pulled themselves from the wreckage of an otherwise terrible franchise. Vowing to fight evil and drink Rainier beer, they became Mustache and the Wig. Brought to you by read-weep.com slash Amazon. The best place to buy things ever. Mustache and the Wig. Ah, Detective Wig, can you come up? Oh, there you are. I saw that you'd want me to come in. Yeah, you have the power to see the future and use it for that? It's a sleepy town. Well, maybe not as sleepy as you thought. I just received this APB about a perp a from... A Seattle bank robber headed this way? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, of course you do. I'm still having trouble wrapping my head around your clairvoyance thing. That wasn't clairvoyant. APB means all points bulletin. I'm a point, so I got it too. Oh, right. I'm still having trouble wrapping my head around this whole acronym thing. So about this bank robber... Yeah, the APB said his name is Brandon. 28 years old, 6'1". I can tell you we make the arrest. Uh, That's great, so we don't even have to try. No, of course we have to try. See, in my vision now, we don't catch him. Uh, That is exhausting. I'm going to go watch some bowling. Wait, I'm getting another vision. Me getting a new partner. All right, I get the hint, Wig. We'll solve the case. Yay! I don't believe this Joker is in Forks. It's such a small town. We would have noticed a newcomer. And the only new person in town since yesterday is Brenda, that woman who definitely isn't named Brandon. Oh, wait a second, the wig. What's happening to you? I feel a tiny bit different. Yeah, you look like a 17-year-old clairvoyant boy instead. But my personality is exactly the same. Well, that's weird. You could swap genders and not have it affect anything at all. That either says a lot about the binary gender paradigm, or our writer's inability to create characters. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I was busy watching sports. That's my character. No, that's just something you do. Oh, wait a second, Wig. This gives me an idea. Maybe Brandon, the bank robber, and Brenda, the new lady, are the same person. Their names do start with the same letter, which almost always means that they're the same person, but gender-swapped. Ah, that's probably cause enough for me. Let's arrest her. That's her across the street shopping at the hardware store. I see this all holding up in court. Join us again for another great episode of Mustache and the Toupee. And if you don't want to be arrested while you shop, buy all your running from the law needs on read-weep.com slash Amazon. Earth's greatest selection of tools to help you when you're on the lam, plus a portion goes to support this very podcast. Hey, how come I didn't gender swap? Oh, that's easy. You're the one good thing Stephanie Meyer ever created. All right. I assume that means I got a happy ending. Nope. Oh, nuts. Well, at least it's better than that reality where I was a helicopter and you're a whip. Yeah, that wasn't great. Mustache and the toupee!
Uh, you guys, it's time for the game of top five. Top five. Uh, so five. these are five. questions from you, the listeners submitted on our Facebook page, on Twitter, by email, podcast at com, And we collect all of them and take our favorite five questions and ask them. We're going to do it a little differently here in a second. But first, I want to start with a question from sponsor Anna, who says, how would you fail to survive as the opposite gender? Mm. If you got gender swapped, how would that... And don't make this too dark, boys, because obviously it's harder to be a woman. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, and I'm super lazy, so if anything was harder, <laughs> I mean, I'm just definitely giving up. I like, I, like, with all of the advantages in the world, I still can barely get up from a nap, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think on average I'd be shorter, right? And then I wouldn't be able to reach true. as high of things, and all my usefulness in my relationship would be gone. Oh, that's true. Or you'd die falling off a stool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think most of my respect comes from my ability to grow a beard, so, uh, I mean, <laughs> pretty much I'd just be inconsequential. Yeah. Oh man! Is there any thoughts so about in this case, you guys are positing that you are in the exact same relationships based on the same things. Absolutely, <laughs> nothing else changes but a find replace on my gender. Half, <laughs> <laughs> how would you fail to survive yeah, as, is, as a boy? I mean, this is a really good question. I feel like I would go the Bella slash Bo route and be so bad at sports that like someone would finally either kill me in the locker room, oh god, or, or you'd kill yourself like, stop ruining the game. Or I would, like, take myself out with, like, a badminton racket. <laughs> I just want to do. They're he very was light. real bad at volleyball. Like, he was impressively he was bad like, at volleyball. cartoon bad yeah. at volleyball. <laughs> uh, volleyball, especially, like, at high school PE level, is not that hard. No. Get the ball over the net. It just... Or don't. And no one cares. But you're not going to, like, yeah, yeah, kill yeah. No people. one's going to care about volleyball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh... Uh, awesome. Lee, uh, who's our sponsor for I last wait, week. Sorry, I just, I wish they had gender swapped volleyball also. Like, I wish they had, like, yeah. had Stephanie Meyer said that it was a girl's sport, and they're like, well, volleyball, the, the, the male version of volleyball is... Racquetball? Corfball. Battle ball. Battle ball. <laughs> Clearly battle ball. <laughs> um, so Lee, who's our sponsor from last week, asks, is there a work of pop culture you would actually want to see gender swapped? And we got this question in different Ooh. forms from other people. It's just such a great question. But first, I should say that Lee, our sponsor from last week, I accidentally gender swapped on the show. Uh, oh. Lee is a boy, and I I gave him feminine pronouns all last week because I'm the worst. Because what I did was, it's L-E, but it's, spe- it's pronounced L-E-E, and so I just write it phonetically in all the scripts, and then I made some assumptions, and I am the worst, and I'm so sorry. No refunds. So from now on... So from now on, uh, you're all lizards to me. Yeah. I'm no no gender for anybody. <laughs> there you go. Yay, lizards! Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, Lee the lizard asks, "What would you want to swap in ge- of genders in pop culture?" Uh, I would go with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, all of the things Ooh. that we yeah, I was going to say Fast and Furious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just all Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies now star a uh, you know charismatic, hulking lady what is this? so what is gender swapped the rock oh uh so it's uh the rock dwayne the rocket no i think you just yeah. change dwayne no it's still the rock no, but the rocket's like yeah, a thing it's diana the rock yeah. or deborah <laughs> deb the rock De- deborah Johnson. deb the rock oh i like Johnson. that all right uh or, sorry continue on um, what were you saying is oh well see i haven't seen all of this but based on the first like 15 minutes <laughs> i feel like the wolf of wall street would be interesting <laughs> It's hard having a kid, guys. I don't get through a lot of movies. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, oh, oh, how about Junior? 
Oh, it's just a woman getting Junior. pregnant. Ooh, it's just a, woman. a woman having a baby. <laughs> I did write a joke about how I wanted to see. I was disappointed this wasn't gender swap breaking dawn because I wanted a junior. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty fun. Uh, I actually, it's kind of fun with movies because so many like because that is kind of happening right now. Like if you had said uh, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, it's totally going to work yeah, for you. Yeah, Thor totally um, happening. I would watch uh, an all women Ocean's Eleven. I think that would be really oh, fun. Yeah, well, c- surprise. Um, and also, I mean, also because I'm feeling really frustrated by seeing Spectre. Jamie, Jamie Bond. Yeah. Jamie Bond. I would love. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, there was. Or James. James is a girl name, too. Yeah. Oh. It's cool now. Just still James Bond. Oh. Yeah. I don't like it as a girl's name. I like Jamie. Well, it's it's not your name, so you don't have to have a say in it. No, it's <laughs> it's my game. It's James's name, Alex. <laughs> uh, I I would lo- I was that was the thing. The first thing I wrote actually is because I was watching all these people write like a hundred actors who would be great as James Bond, and none of them were Tilda Swinton, and I was really upset. Yeah, she's well. Tilda Swinton is great at, mm. as anything. I know. Wouldn't she be anything. an amazing Jamie Bond? Holy shit! She'd be amazing, James Bond, Alex. <laughs> I don't know why you want that. James Bonda. Does that work? <laughs> oh, yes. Bonda, the feminine version. <laughs> Bonda. Uh, also, uh, I would like to Bondolin. see a gender swap uh, in pop culture of uh, the presidency. I yeah. Th- I think that would... Maybe you will. Yeah. Be a nice time for that. Maybe. Uh, moving on, at Locke Corrigan, Corrigan on Twitter says, uh, if they could meet, which pair of swapped characters would be the most chill with each other? And which pair would be the least chill? So that's like Boy Bella and Girl Bella hanging out. Which, by the way, this is my dream. That's your dream? Of me meeting Girl <laughs> Me. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah? Really? Yes. No. Oh. Why? Wouldn't huh. that be rad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris says this as someone who has... Uh, oh, that's true. You have a girl sister. twin sister. Yeah, I, I forgot. Twin sister. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet my girl twin sister. I'm so interested in that. Yeah, you think? Uh, you uh, my answer is Charlie meeting Charlie. They just bro down. It'd be great. <laughs> they would. Yeah. Well, actually, they would no. They would such not. Such a good time. I don't think they would have a good time. I think they'd be like, "Do you want to hang out? Okay." Like they wouldn't really. And that's they'd what never they talk. want. No, that's you what talk? Charlie's want. No, turn on the game. Everybody's happy. Good. They would watch yeah. the game, though. They'd hell watch the game. Oh, they would. I, I think Eleanor and Emmett would be really good because they could just arm wrestle. Yeah! Like, the one truly revolutionary character in this entire book was Eleanor, who is presented as a physically large, imposing woman. And I don't think Stephanie Meyer gets how, like, big of a stance she's taking by creating that character because I honestly don't think she thought yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't think she did either. But, like... I wanted to hang out with Eleanor the entire time. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a six foot tall ripped lady. Like this is awesome. And then it, she was just like not a character. Still. Yeah. Uh, so we have uh, a, a ton more questions and a lot of them were actually kind of factual questions. Just people were just so curious about what's going on in this book. So we're going to do uh, for the, instead of finishing our top five, we're going to go into lightning top 10. Lightning top 10. So really lightning quick, uh, Megan on Facebook asks, uh, how is it even possible for Bo to have an even more flat and uninteresting character than Bella? Boys are boring. Uh, could yep. be. Lighting top ten. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> Emily says, uh, I hope she doesn't d- gender bend Jacob because the world needs more bisexual werewolf slash vampire youth fiction. Uh, which I'm going to say, Google that. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. yeah there's probably enough. There's probably enough. <laughs> Lightning top ten. Uh, Scott says, you've read a lot of Myers' au over the years. Do you think her style has changed or improved 
did she still talk about the character's eyes a hundred times? I she think did. it must have yes. improved, and I think she talked about the eyes less. I am not convinced she improved, <laughs> but that's we've talked about I, that earlier. I don't think. I mean, it's 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 nowhere to go but up, right, guys? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. None she more worse. Uh, Jacob asks if Bella was a literary pair of pants with no character traits that the reader could just slip into and feel any part of the story. What piece of clothing would gender bent Bella be? Shitty Monty Python T-shirt. Obviously. Yeah, a Monty Python t-shirt. Oh, I like that. Next. I was going to say jorts, but that's pretty good. Jorts? Jorts. Jorts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, jorts are the... That's the, that's the realm of the yeah, werewolf. that's the werewolf thing. <laughs> that's more werewolf, right? That's jorts. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew asks, how much of a cash grab is this book? Much. Not all. Not all that much, though. No, no, because it was bundled. Yeah, but that means it's making people rebuy the first one. Oh, Okay, fair enough. Yep. Uh, Alex asks, uh, "Why does Anna wish you to suffer and bleed and die so much? Because she likes us." Yeah, yeah. It's that's just this is what uh, affection looks like. It's just a terrible way of showing it. Yeah. Thanks, Matthew. Uh, Tim asks, "Is men are like like green apples and women are like red apples? <laughs> the men are from Mars and women are from Venus of the mid twenty tens. Uh, and is there any uh, reason I shouldn't write such a book? There is no reason, Stephen." I thought this was like a 90s comic thing, though, where it was like, uh, like women hold apples like this, but men hold apples <laughs> like this. this is, we're talking about the cover, obviously, you guys. Uh, ben asks, what other book that you've read for the show would you like to gender swap? Uh, book. Uh, ghost. Yeah, that's the first thing yeah. I think of, too. But what is Ghost doing now? Mm, sitting quietly a bunch of at home. College, a bunch of college boys have been captured by Osama Bin Laden. No, no, oh, wait, 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 can't be Osama bin Laden. Right? Oh, 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 um, uh, Josama bin Laden. <laughs> right, Josama. That's a girl's <laughs> name. Girl name. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go follow that train too far, Ben. But great nope, question, Christian. <laughs> uh, does this book succeed in screwing up the understanding of what romance is for fourteen-year-old boys and also their fathers? How do you guys? I don't. Do you guys think this captures? I don't think boys are reading this. Yeah. This is not for boys. This is still for girls. But the so the girls are all like twenty four now. Yeah, well, you know, but that's the thing is like this book is for the super fans only, and I feel like the vast majority of them are still women, right? Like I'm trying real hard not to get into the Stephanie Meyer gender normative bullshit that's on display in this book, but I feel like this book is still the target audience is female. I think that's probably true. Can- so I don't feel like it's gonna reach the same I don't think I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I'm sure there are some dudes reading this, but... I well, think there's going to be other things, yeah. Other yeah. things entirely that's going to screw up our 14-year-old boys. There's up to three uh, now. Yeah. There's up to three boys forward. who read it. Yeah. Oh, right. That's true. But we're not 14. Are, are we? We're nope. nope. Uh, Camilla asks, uh, does the gender swap actually change the gender dynamics? I've seen conflicting reviews. Is it more appalling or less? Um, one thing about the that, same, I would say, well, yeah, emoji. It, I think it's like, I think the power dynamic is less creepy. The power dynamic from Bella to, from Jacob to Bella was kind of creepy. He was just so controlling all of the time. And I feel that's, less bad about yeah. that when it's the first hot girl that this guy's ever talked to. That's actually an interesting thing about sort of like, um, like male power, I guess. Uh, in that like, I actually am legitimately scared for like, uh, for Bella in most of the situations, like when she's with Edward, um, and like they stalking, it's like that's that freaks me out. But like, they, we don't have that extra baggage with like a, with a girl like watching you sleep, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like, you know, what's a girl gonna do? And we're like, we're not actually threatened by her in the same way. Yeah, it does feel less the threatening. The one thing, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, the one thing that, like, we already talked about earlier is the absence of sexual assault in this book, which, like, don't get me wrong, I don't want it in, right. in right. any books as, like, a plot device or, like, a cheap ploy. But there was a really excellent review I read yesterday of this book that pointed out, like, that there's this this trope of, like, uh, assault as purely a plot device. Mm-hmm. And that's when it, anything else could have taken the place of it, but it was sexual assault because it's involving a female character. Totally, and, and that's absolutely what was happening in the that first in the one. Twilight world were removed when it was gender swapped, which proves that it was an unnecessary device that was put in because those characters were female before. And that's the one thing that I think is like kind of shows how like actually messed up this like whole worldview actually is because if you didn't need it in there in the first place why was it there right yeah, yeah I, totally i feel you like know? i learned stuff from this book but i don't know what <laughs> probably all the wrong things i learned boys drool and girls <laughs> uh, <laughs> they sparkle <laughs> top 10 robin asks i just want to know what ezra thinks of the apple i seem to recall he liked the other one Oh, that was your. I don't remember. As this is your first major compliment in the history of the show, was I like the apple? The apple on the cover looked tasty. Uh, I don't think I like Granny Smith as much, honestly. Um, and I think my apple tastes have changed a little bit more. If it was like like a like a Fuji or a Gala or like a Pink Lady, I think I'd get more behind. Well, this. apples have changed. I mean, the last ten years, apples have evolved a lot. It's a, a pink lot. man. <laughs> oh, uh, Wait, you want to gender swap pink also? Uh, Jocelyn Ag- okay, I'm gonna end with this. It doesn't have a gender, Ezra. Lightning top ten. Jocelyn <laughs> asks, I found the rewrite less terrible than the original. I see three possible reasons, which is the most reasonable. That she got an editor, that her writing improved, or that I have low standards. That is my question, Jocelyn. Why why pick one? It can be it can be multiple things. Well that's true, it could be accommodation. Also, I'm so yeah. glad you exist. Jocelyn. <laughs> we, should, that- we should have been gender swapping the names of everyone who's writing in all this time. We oh man, that's so hard. Alright, Joseph. Uh, Nikki, Rob, uh, Mana, Anna Chandler's name is Mana Chandler. Yeah, Mana Chandler. <laughs> anyway, all right, it's exhausting. Uh, you guys, that's the game of top five and top ten. <laughs> See, she did work for this. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, all of your questions, you guys. And, uh, man, what a crazy thing this is. All right, we're going to do the minor compliment now. We're going to go in reverse all order. Right, so quick. Uh, so the second, last, second and last nice thing you have to say about this book, uh, reverse order. I'm up first. Um, oh, I love Tom sorting your own funeral. Yeah. It's not worth putting your family through that, but it's still awesome to be up at a tree watching the people mourn for you. I like it so much. What teenager hasn't thought? Mm-hmm. Who would be at my funeral? Yeah. And I like everyone in school. Yeah. Right. And they're all so sad. I guys, I literally I found like something I've written freshman year of high school like uh, this week, <laughs> and there was literally a section where I was wondering about who would be in my funeral. Oh no! <laughs> I thought I was so deep. I thought I was so deep. Well, here's the trick though that I've learned is that uh, you can also just have a wedding, and it's the same. It's basically the same thing. And people still have to make speeches oh. about how much they like you. It's all kind of similar, yeah. actually. If you get and if you get three more weddings, you get the funeral for free, and you get a Hugh Grant. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. It's like a, I have that punch card. I was actually thinking recently, like, I would like to get married again just so people have to make speeches about how much they like me. It's a really nice ego boost when you're having a tough day. I recommend it. You just you should have recorded it if you didn't. Did not. Whoops. We, no, we decided we wanted it to, you know, just be that moment that lived in our memory and not a thing we just watch on TV. And, uh, yeah, oops. Uh, anyway, continuing backwards... Ezra? Chris. Chris. Yeah, Chris. Well, it's Chris. 
Chris, what's your uh, minor so comment? This ta- book takes place in 2005, and I was reminded by the uh, mention of a dial-up modem, how that used to be a viable way to connect to the World Wide Web, the information superhighway. <laughs> and that was pretty fun. It was fun to just remember that 2005 exists? Yeah, and I just kind of Notably, still, still kind of late head, to have a dial-up you know? modem. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, that was a fun... And, and just realizing that, like, 2005 was kind of a stupid time. Yeah, it was a dumb time. Yeah, yeah dumb, dumb. Just take that past. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as what's your minor compliment? Um, I, I love the idea of yeah, someone discovering this book first, and then like you know maybe like a little while later, like getting all the rest of the Twilight stuff. Like, because I think that'd be a really, really confusing time for them. <laughs> and uh, I, like, or if they discovered yeah, so they they find this first, and then they find uh, say Fifty Shades of Grey. All right. Um, so it's like, wow, someone swapped the genders and turned them into, like, S&M people. And then, then, then they find, all right, um, like, the original Twilight, where it's like, oh, man. And then they swap the genders again, like, from the first one. And then, uh, you know, I, I, I think that would really be a confusing day for one person. Yes. So, wait, so they read this one instead of the first one? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so they read this one first, and, and they're then like, they find... So, so then, in the oh, second and, book, and, he turns into a girl who's not a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. I guess they could read they could read the gray one though also right because there's there's one from Christian's point of view. Oh, I forgot that that exists. Uh, Sarah, we're gonna have you back. <laughs> oh, nope. thank you, but no, thousand dollars <laughs> to read that one. A thousand dollars. One thousand dollars to me personally. To read that one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. When we get the thousand dollars, we're not giving part of it to you as a guest. I should have mentioned that. No. Uh, <laughs> We should okay. So, so it'll be two thousand dollars then. Why do people take our okay, calls? Okay, cool. Uh, all That's right, Sarah. What's your minor compliment? Uh, so when Bo was describing all of the Collins when he first sees them, he is describing Eleanor, the Emmett yes. character, yeah. um, and saying that she was totally hot but so physically intimidating. He said, "Not even the Rock would whistle at her," if you know what I mean. And I just liked seeing our friend The Rock mentioned again one Name more check time. Name-check The Rock. Also, a, a, I like a shout-out for, 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 yeah, sexual... Uh, <laughs> sexual harassment from The Rock. Harassment on the street, yeah, street harassment. I, yeah, you know, it would have been okay with anyone anyone else, but she was so physically imposing that no one yeah. would ever Yeah, yeah, The Rock will whistle at almost anyone. I like to think someone. The Rock would not street harass anybody. I'd like to think our The Rock is better than that. Maybe yes, maybe no. Yeah. Although he's like forty percent protein shake and sixty percent testosterone, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Who knows what protein shakes will do? Cod. Yeah, <laughs> cod. If Guys, anyone's gonna street th- harass somebody, it's gonna be him. Although he might be get- yelling, "Hey, do you have any fish? Do you have any fish?" Just like he just he's harassing dolphins. Yeah, yeah. For fish. Hey, have you seen a cod? I need a cod. It's almost one o'clock. Do you guys think that we're gonna get two more of these books as we gender swap for like two other like for like for for? two gay dudes and then also for two gay women like it's just gonna every single permutation we get and like we'll just like we'll get like we'll never we'll never stop reading this book Please god no i mean no <laughs> probably because stephanie meyer is not going to be okay with either of those things because she's a monster but uh <laughs> well, i'm sure she'll come up with other ways to get a little bit more money right what, yeah so what, what is the next cash grab then uh, right, 10 years from now great question uh what do you guys we'll ask to the fans what do you guys think is the next cash grab uh 10 years from now let us know facebook.com slash read and weep
All right, you guys. That is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week talking about Thanks Killing. Aren't you excited about Thanks Killing? I'm so excited. It's a Thanksgiving <laughs> you movie, this- and there's murder, and it'll be great. I'm, I'm going to just ask, is this the same book, except now uh, Bella is a turkey? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, it's sponsored by Bridget, who said, My friends and I found this while playing Netflix Roulette a few years ago. We got to the very first spoken line of the movie and paused it to go buy alcohol and snacks, because we knew we were going to need them. <laughs> I love it. Sign. Also, I love that you played Netflix Roulette. That's so scary. Um, so look forward to that next week. And also, uh, a quick... Thank you to our meat buddies who uh, who rejoined this week. We had a couple meat buddies who were gone for uh, a minute, and then we're back again. So thank you. It's very kind. Um, and also, Liam, sorry I misgendered you. You're a lizard from now on, because lizards don't have gender, as we discussed last week. Um, all right, and uh, thank you so much for being here, as always, at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. And at Ezra Fox. Yep. Half, thank you so much for joining us. You know, it was my pleasure and, and also my burden. I will say it's always really fun to do these because I love that we're all in, in the same boat on this one together. Uh, yeah. And they're honestly, I have a great deal of fondness in my heart for the Twilight world. I, I think it might be Stockholm Syndrome. For sure is. But like, I I really do, like, it is fun to go back into this It's world a shitty boat, guys, but we're so all on it together. It's like that cruise ship oh, yeah. where the plumbing stopped working. We're all yeah, they were all, the walls together. <laughs> they were all great friends by the end of that. I think they probably were. All right. We'll be back next week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Psh. Sorry, half. <laughs> <laughs>